Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, a Connections Pastor at Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. We keep on moving forward. We're in episode 196 of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast, and it's been quite a ride. We've enjoyed it over these last uh, years now, and uh, great to be a part of your life on a weekly basis. But uh, as you listen to the podcast, take a few minutes, invite someone to listen on Facebook, Twitter, text, uh, Instagram, or whatever whatever you need to do. Even in your small group, uh, make the word known. And uh, typically, once again, people uh, talk to me this weekend about how how much it means to them, and we appreciate you listening. So let other people know, and uh, we'll appreciate it. Well, uh, Pastor, we've been talking about uh, Northwood Baptist Church. We've been talking about strategies and uh, structure and other things that are very important to us. But we're going to talk about uh, really the the basis of what we are, and that's church membership. And, you know, I, I feel like we always want to be uh, a part of something that is bigger than ourselves and uh, so as we become a member, we are really doing m- more or different, I guess, uh, than just membership. So we're going to talk about that today. So yeah. uh, kind of uh, give us some information yeah, yeah, about yeah, where yeah, we're yeah, going yeah, with yeah, this. Yeah. So do you, you've got memberships of places, don't you, Pops? Yes, I do. Costco? I do. I have Costco and Sam's. Which one do you like better? Uh, depends. Costco is for my prescription drugs that I have <laughs> okay, a lot of. Yeah. And uh, seriously, I pay... I mean, my prescription drugs dropped by ninety percent when I went to them. Really? Yeah, from Sam's good pharmacy. And then, but Sam's is more convenient, so we run. And you get live our, closer to Sam's than you do Costco. I go once a month to Costco and about yeah. four times a month to Sam's. But anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah, Sam's. I mean, Costco's all the way down Mount Pleasant. Yeah, it's a long I mean, way. I live in Somerville, so that's a that's a four hour drive <laughs> on a good day. It really is. Man, we've got we got planned that thing out. We've got a BJ's membership. There you go. You've that's been to a BJ's. Good idea. I have, I have been. BJ's is like a baby Costco. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not very big. They don't have a lot there. It's okay, but it's not Costco. I remember when when um when Luke was a baby when he was I don't know one or two, mm-hmm. um we could eat lunch there for free. What? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, just you you walk around and eat the snacks. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say a dollar fifty, you get a hot dog well, and a drink. Think, but, but that was his that was his favorite place to go. When we said we we're going to Costco, man, his face just lit up. Man, he, he thought this is it. Snacks. I mean, they did, they did a good. I don't know. They, they still get. I don't. We don't go very much. They're still giving out snacks, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. But I'm I know not, with COVID I'm not they the stopped. Person, yeah, but, with COVID yeah. they stopped giving out their free samples, and I, I don't know. If I don't think they've ever recovered from that. Yeah, because I mean, they did it well. You could time it just right. If you went like eleven thirty in the morning. Oh, in Augusta, it was great. When we lived in Augusta, the Costco there was a lot different than the Costco in Mount Pleasant. It was it was big like the one in Mount Pleasant, but nobody ever went there. It was always empty. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, you, you go at 11.30, and you were the only one there, and they had all these snacks. I mean, you really could feast. It was great. It was a cheap Man, way that to is eat. an amazing thing. Yeah, it was nice. I wish I wish the Costco here was a little less crowded. Especially with kids, it's, it's kid-sized bites, yeah, and yeah. they want about two <laughs> bites, and they're done. So <laughs> The Costco here in Mount Pleasant is it's, it's busy. Yeah, it's busy and, and it's big. And it, and it, yeah, it's it's big. So anyway, but Costco is a great place to go. Uh, BJ's is like the baby Costco. You don't get as much stuff there. I mean, they've got some things that we go, but but it's, it's close to us. That was like ten minutes from the house, where the other ones. Yeah, four that's hours a great away. idea. I don't know the last time I've been to Sam's. Sam's is not my favorite. It's not mine. 
Uh, I don't like the location right there at the Tanger. So we have to if we go to Sam's. Then Stacy feels obligated to go to Tanger Outlet and shop. So oh just, boy, yeah, yeah, I can see not, that. And then there's a Walmart right there. It's just it's just a yeah, it's it a is bad a, location. It's a dangerous place. It's, it's, yeah, and it's it's a yeah it's a dangerous place in a lot of different ways. And <laughs> so it's it's not my favorite thing. You you you, ever, you got any other memberships? You've got you got your Costco uh, membership, your Sam's w- membership. And I'm not I'm not a country club guy. You don't so have a country club I don't club have membership. a golf membership. I used to have or, a golf club membership when I was a pastor in Louisiana. There was um, a golf course there that, and this was before I ma- was married, so I had extra time and extra money. You get married, you don't have any of those things anymore. You don't have extra time or extra money. <laughs> but I had extra time and extra money, and so I was a member of the, um, I can't remember the, Three Oaks, Four Oaks, Five Oaks, something Oaks, something Oaks Golf Club. Oaks sounds great. So yeah, it, it was. Oaks and, is always great. They in did the a golf deal membership. where you could have, they gave a, and I don't think anybody does this nowadays, but back in those days, you know, 15, 20 years ago, they did a discounted membership for pastors. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think I paid like 75 bucks a month for a wow. golf club membership. It That's was, it was, yeah, it was ridiculous. And I would play a couple times a week and had buddies I played with. But yeah, it was, it was fun being a member of a golf club. That was the only time I was a member of a golf club. Well, they, it, it. at the Holly Hill, uh, where I was in Utahville, uh, they allowed you, pastor, all pastors are free. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that beats seventy dollars a month. I wasn't a member officially, but, you know, I, I played as much as I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That was good. Golf's a lot of fun. But anyway, I don't play anymore because it takes time and money, and I don't have those things. But anyway, I've been a member of a uh, golf club. I'm a member of BJ's. I'm a member of Costco. I think that's pretty much think, your membership. Yeah, I don't think I've. Well, I've got online memberships, right? To like, oh, you have to. Yeah, you to have to yeah. do things. Everything's subscription these days. Yeah, it drives you crazy. It drives, I mean, ten dollars a month for this, ten dollars a month for that. I mean, you just, start. Yeah, you start adding it up. I mean, it's just Man. wild, right? I, I don't like. I remember back in the day when you could buy software. And it, you just paid a yeah, fee. Yeah, do you remember those days? Buy was, software and it was yours? Yeah, now you have to pay whatever it is you want. Yep. $10 a month. Even Word, you know, paying and, that Well, and I fee. do. I pay $10 a month to have Microsoft Word so I can type up my sermons. That's yep. ridiculous. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about today. Um, we're, you are talking about membership, though. And so if, if you're listening, I bet you most of you, you have a membership to yeah. Costco or BJ's or Country Club or whatever it is. And so the idea of membership for us in our Western mindset is that if I pay my dues, mm. if I pay that fee, I don't even know what it is at Costco, 60 bucks a year, 65 something like that. Like 60 year, sounds like right, that. yeah. If I pay my 60 bucks a year, it gives me benefits. I can go to Costco and I can buy a big tub of mayonnaise uh, that I can't get at Walmart. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's amazing the things you can buy at Costco just in bulk size. We like what and we do like about oh man, what we do like about the BJ's is we can go to BJ's and we buy in bulk uh, DiGiorno's pizza. Oh man, that's like great! And you that get, that, whole, that stays in the freezer. It does, too, and you so. can get. I think it's like three in a box, three in a box for ten bucks. There you go. That's a deal, man. Man, that is. Yeah, we love some pizza, pizza tonight. All right, so so, but that's the deal that that you can pay your membership to Costco, you pay your membership BJ's, and and what that that gives you is the opportunity to buy things in bulk that you can't buy at Walmart in bulk. Exactly, and save you save some money. So it's a good thing, right? Um, you pay your dues at a country club, you get the opportunity to play golf, and so so the idea of membership for us is that if I pay my dues, I get something in return. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, when we talk about church membership that's not exactly what we mean mm-hmm. right we're not here saying okay if you pay your dues to northwood it affords you certain privileges and opportunities that's not the idea yeah uh, when we talk about membership within the church it, it is it is the idea of belonging yeah that, yeah I that, agree. that that i belong to this uh to this church and so when we talk about it we have our connect to northwood class and we talk to our people who are coming to northwood and uh, deciding to make northwood their home we talk about Yes, yeah, so we call it church membership, but really the idea is more of 
partnership that yeah, is like, like getting the membership of, at B, BJ's or, or Costco, that, that when you come to be a part of a church, you are saying to the local church that uh, God is placing us here to grow, mm-hmm. that this church is going to invest in us uh, to help us grow in our walk with the Lord, to help us to, to, to be uh, fully surrendered followers of Jesus, to disciple us. And we're, we're saying that the church is going to invest in us. Right. But on the flip side, we're also going to invest in the church. Right, it's not what can I get out of the church? Well, and you're going to get things out of the church, of obviously. I, yeah. Part of being a part of the body of Christ is it benefits you just by the nature of it. But 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 you're a benefit to the church by you turning around and investing your life in the body of Christ as you as you you know grow as a disciple and as you turn around and you make disciples in the local body of believers yeah. as you use your gifts and abilities uh, mm-hmm. to help people um, with their faith family as you, whatever it might be that you're you. you Gain some benefits, obviously, lots of benefits from being a member of a local church, but you also benefit that local church by the way that you turn around and invest your life in that church. And so, and you think about it in that way, um, I don't, the only, the only reason why Costco benefits from me is they get my money. Yeah. Right? Exactly. The country club benefits from me because they get my money. And the church is different. The church it gets your money too, I guess, if you're a, a regular giver, which you should be. Uh, but, but it's not about the money. It's about, you know, you're investing yourself into the mm-hmm. life of the church your talents your abilities your gifts and 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 you have an opportunity to really affect the life of the church by your investment so membership for us it really is the idea of partnership that we're coming along inside each other and and we're we're doing kingdom work together to expand the kingdom of god in north charleston and beyond uh, as we partner together as a body of believers so so that's the idea when we talk about membership at northwood we always talk about that idea of partnership and here at northwood we're getting ready over the next couple of Sundays to celebrate what we call Covenant Sunday. Amen. And so for us at Northwood, and this is different than what other churches do. Uh, some churches do this. Uh, a lot of churches don't. Uh, we, we sign a covenant every year, mm-hmm. which for some people that's really weird. Like you have to sign on the dotted line. We think about signatures. We think about, you know, contracts and sign our life away. And, you know, if we don't live up to the contract, then they're going to take our house away, those kind of things. Yeah. But the idea here is that we take membership seriously, or we Mm -hmm. try to take membership seriously. We should take membership seriously because it's a big deal. And so we have a covenant, and what that covenant does is it just explains uh, who we want to be in Christ, the kind of lives we want to live. Um, We we have a statement of faith that Mm -hmm. explains what we believe, and our covenant explains how we live in light of those beliefs. Amen. And so every year we re-sign that covenant just to show. Just it's, and there's and I've I've heard the arguments. I get it. There's nothing in the Bible that says you should sign a covenant. I mean that's not you can't find scripture that says sign a covenant. I get that. Um, you also don't find anything in scripture about being a member of a church really. Yeah. Not, at least not in the way that we do it. It's more of an assumption. Yeah, it's more of an assumption. Yeah. Um, and so, 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 uh, but the reason why we sign a covenant is just the way that Northwood has right. chosen to remind ourselves Amen. each year of our commitment to each other. And I think it's a good thing. I think it's yeah. good to remind ourselves. So we'll do that in a couple of weeks here at Northwood. We'll sign the covenant together just as a reminder of who we are as the people of God and, in this and local body. And it's a good me, thing. Let, let me give a good testimony. I, when I first came here, we had this discussion, and I just said it made me super uncomfortable and all those things. And I got to tell you, I have I have turned 180 degrees now. Yeah, good. And I feel like, you know, the, uh, rarely do I think that I was wrong. And this is one of those times <laughs> when I do. I, you, I really, were really long. No, you were wrong. You were right 99% of the time. <laughs> no, but really, uh, I'm talking about me. I yeah. mean, I might be wrong, but me thinking. Yeah. And uh, it, I really realized that 
this has been a huge benefit yeah, in my life to right. understand that I'm a covenant part of a church. Yeah. And on Covenant Sunday now, I look forward to that day. Yeah, it's a fun day. So, it's yeah. a fun day that we, again, we just remember who we are. And, and um, yeah, so we have, we have that coming up. So I wanted to take today's episode and just talk to you about being a member of a church. So uh, probably most of you listening are part of the Northwood family. I know we've got listeners from all over the place, and some of you are not a part of the Northwood family. Maybe you're a member of the church, or maybe you're not a m- member of the church. I know we, we have, and it's just it's just the nature of it, right? Um, <clears throat> and we talk about this, you know, we've talked about this on the same morning before. Uh, you know, we'll have people come to our church that have experienced w- what we call church hurt. Oh, yeah. Right? They, yeah. they come they from another to. church. That something happened. Who knows what happened? It could have been a, a variety of things. They yeah. weren't treated well, or pastor did them wrong, or, you know. Another whatever. member even, yeah. Another member. I mean, it just, there's there's all kinds of stories. And we all have stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could, man, I could tell stories of church oh, hurt. I as mean, could I. Right? I mean, being a pastor for a number of years, we, we got our experiences with church hurt. Uh, so <laughs> yes. so we, we understand church hurt very, very well. Um, and so I think what happens with church hurt sometimes is that when, when someone leaves a church because they've been church hurt and they come to another church, uh, they're, they're, they're slow to want to partner with that church, to want to be a right. member. And I understand that because you don't want to be a hurt again. Right. And so, so what ends up happening is you come and you halfway commit. Mm. You know, you come and you attend Sundays, and you 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 take advantage of all the benefits of the church, the children's ministry, uh, the whatever it is, the, the discipleship, and all that, which is fine. You come and come, please come take advantage of us. We don't mind that, um, you know, in, in a good way. Um, <laughs> but 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 you know, at the same time, um, you know, you're not investing maybe mm-hmm. in the way that you could invest, and so so I, I get it. I get church hurt, but part of Part of, I think, and what I've learned over the years as someone who's experienced some church hurt myself, part of getting over church hurt is just taking a step of faith. Amen. Right? Amen. Saying, okay, this is what's happened. And understanding, and, and, and I hate to talk, and this is another episode for another day, and we got to get moving. Uh, understanding that if you've been church hurt in the past, it might happen again. It could. There's because no people guarantees. are sinful people. Yeah. And so so you got to at some point take a step of faith and say, oh, I know I've been hurt, but at the same time, I know that what God wants from me is God wants me to partner with a local church and use all the gifts and abilities uh, that he's given me for the sake of his kingdom. So I'm going to take a step of faith and trust that, yes, I've been hurt, but God is able to heal that hurt and God is able to use me in the life of this church I'm now planting myself in. And so just, you know, Anyway, I understand that there are lots of reasons sometimes why we don't want to be a member of a church. Sometimes it's church hurt. Sometimes we just don't understand it. Like, right. why, why should we would be a member of a church? And so that's why I want, what yeah. I want to talk about today. Let me great. give you some reasons, six reasons why you need to be a member, not just an attender who shows up on Sunday morning mm-hmm. every now and then, but a member, a partner with a local church. Amen. And the first one is this, to be a Christian is to be a part of the church. Okay, so this is just basic Bible, right? Uh, to be a Christian is to be a part of the church. Whether you like it or not, hopefully you like it, if you're a follower of Jesus, you are saved for Christ, you mm-hmm. are in Christ. We talk about uh, union with Christ. It's a doctrine of the New Testament that there's union with Christ. You are one with Christ, right? Uh, you are in Christ, he is in you. That's the beauty of the gospel, that you've been made one with him. But you're also, not only in Christ, you are a member of the body of Christ, yeah. Right? You think about what Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. He talks about the body of Christ. He's In 1 Corinthians 12 and 13 and 14, he's given this big, long discussion about spiritual giftedness. And he talks about how every part of the body is significant, whether you know, you're know you a hand or a foot or an eye or whatever, mm-hmm. that every part of a body is significant and every part of the body of Christ is significant. So you are, uh, by default as a follower of Jesus, a part of the body of Christ. 
That's, that's just bottom line. Exactly. And so, yeah. so just understand that. To be a Christian is to be a part of the church. And we, we talk about this all the time, Pops, that, that um, you are not going to express your faith in Jesus well apart from the church. Yep. You're not, and you're not going to grow well apart from the church. You, you can grow. I mean, I get that. You can open up your Bible and read, and the Lord Jesus is going to speak to you through his word. But you grow. You always grow best, best. I like in that a word. local church. Yes. You always grow best in the body of Jesus Christ. Now, and I know what, you're, what people say. I know what you're thinking. Well, you know, I can experience God wherever I am. I can be on the lake on a Sunday morning and fishing in my bass boat, and I can experience God there as I look out in the view of creation. That, that's exactly right. You can. Or I can experience God, you know, and maybe, you know, uh, if you're someone who likes to go shopping at the Tinker Outlet, I can experience God while I'm trying on you know that new piece of clothing, or I'm certainly you can. You can experience God wherever you are. You can because that's union with Christ. The Spirit lives inside of followers of Jesus, and I get all that. Uh, but 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 the reality is, you always experience God. I think best when you are uh, committed to a local church and and living in the body of Christ. Because as a Christian, you were saved to be in Christ, and you were saved for a family. You are a part of the family of Amen. God. That's You've right. been adopted into his family. And so the local church is the visible expression mm-hmm. of, of, of the family of God. And, Amen. man, you need to be a part of that. Amen. When we had struggles in, in the upper part of the state, and um, I, I left one church and went to another immediately, I never missed a Sunday. So I left this church, and then I went to the next church. And I'm telling you, brother, the impact of those people around me, I joined, I literally yeah. joined the next yeah. week yeah. to another church because I needed the believers to come around me and encourage me and build me up. And yeah. that's exactly what they did. And I've never forgotten those days. Yeah. And I think if you, again, if you've been church hurt, you need believers to come around you and, to, and for you to experience that love and encouragement and all things that the body of Christ is supposed to do. That's right. And so I encourage you with that. All right, number two. Uh, also, it's to make your commitment to Christ and his people Visible. Yeah, there's again, you think about the, the local church, what the local church is. The local church is the visible expression of God's family, right? Mm-hmm. That that these people that you're there, there's lots of local churches in our area, right? Right. And and I guess you could. You could you could pick one and go to a different actually in Charleston you could. Yeah. Over the course of a year, you could visit fifty two different churches yeah, easily. very easily. Yeah. Right? Um, but is that the best expression of being a part of a local church, visiting 52 different churches over the course of the year? I mean, it, it might be fun to do, but that's not the best expression of a local <laughs> no. of being a part of a local church, no. right? No, there's something not. about, and w- the way we do it here at Northwood, there's something about, you know, walking down front on a Sunday morning after you've been coming for a while and saying, okay, this is where I'm planting myself. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is where me and my family are going to plant ourselves to grow in Christ and to help others grow and to be a part of Great Commission work, to share the gospel with the with people around us. We're, we're going to do that through Northwood. There's something about that visible expression, and, and that really is, right, it really is a, a way of expressing allegiance. It allegiance is. to Jesus, believing that this is what Jesus wants for me, that Jesus wants me to be a part of his church and to be a part of his body and and also allegiance to the body of Christ right that that I you know first Corinthians chapter 12 you are mm-hmm. part of the body and 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 you know the body works best when we're all connected together and serving him together so uh, you know being a part of a local church not lots of local churches but a local church yeah. um you know and committing to that local church it it, it shows some allegiance it's allegiance to Christ and allegiance to the body of Christ 
And so I, I think it's a it's a big deal. It it it, it makes your commitment to Christ and his people visible. Yeah. I'm in. And that's what we do it the way we do it. And I know other churches do different things, but the way we do it here at Northwood is again, you have to after you walk through that that membership process with us, you come down on that Sunday morning and say, Hey, I'm in. This yeah. is this is where I'm planting myself. We have lots of people uh, that you know, and, and lots of churches do. Lots of people that don't choose to do that. That, that choose to kind of sit and and attend and but but never make that commitment to uh, walk down and say I belong. And if that's you, I just want to encourage you to think about it. Right? That 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 I want you to show your allegiance to Christ and His church by being being a partner with us in ministry to make that visible commitment Amen. to say, Hey. I belong here. I'm glad you're here. And I'm, I'm sure that if you're attending another church, that pastor there is glad you're there. But, man, we want more for you. We want you to be able to say, I'm in. I'm in this local church. I'm planting myself here. I'm ready to be a disciple. I'm ready to be a part of God's mission here. I'm ready to make disciples use me. Right, Amen. and so that's what that's, that's right. what that's what church membership is saying, and that's that is that visible commitment that I think is just really really important. That and that you know for us in our context here at Northwood, signing that covenant, saying yeah, I just, I, I'm affirming that this is the kind of life I want to live with you, and so I think those things are just really important. Making that you know, and it's knowing that by the nature of being a Christian, you do belong to the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. You're part of the family, and then it's saying okay, I'm gonna make that visible commitment to show people, yep, I'm plugged in here. I could I I can visit 52 churches a year, but that's probably not what's best for my spiritual growth what's best for my spiritual growth and what's best for the kingdom of god is for me to plant myself in one church and and use my gifts and abilities to the best and that's why it's important as you're you know whether you're at northwood or another church and you're maybe looking for a church home uh to make sure that it's a place that you can say that Mm -hmm. that 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 you know you you line up theologically with that church's beliefs and that philosophy of ministry and all those kind of things that you can be able to say that so yeah to make your commitment to christ and his people visible and I will say we have a unique situation in Northwood where we have, and somebody might say, well, I'm not so comfortable in a larger church. Well, guess what? We have one you can try. <laughs> you know, we, we, we're, part, we're uh, all in partners with another church in the yeah. area, and, and I guess, well, Gethsemane. That's right, that's so, right. and that's you know, right. And, and so you, it, what I'm saying is we need to get rid of the excuses and just be a member, you know, that's just right. be a partner. Right. All right, right, number three. Uh, to have a family to belong to, and I guess that's yep. where I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So you think about it. Um, it, there's something about uh, living life with the same group of people week in and week Amen. out. I think about just me as a pastor. Um, I love preaching. Like mm-hmm. it, it's my passion. It's what I feel like God has called me primarily to do. Um, you know, I've been doing it for years. I just really enjoy getting up in front of people and sharing the word of God and, mm. and helping it make sense and applying to people's lives. I really Amen. enjoy doing that. And I feel like God has gifted me in that area. And so over the years I've had opportunities to preach in, in, in quite a few places. I mean, I've, I've preached, you know, you know, what we used to call revival services. Yeah. So we don't do I those, those as much days. anymore. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I've, I've, I've preached at, um, college chapels. Right. I've preached at, you know, uh, graduation events. I mean, I, over the years I've preached in, I've preached to missionaries. We did that last July. Um, then I've, I've had lots of different opportunities over the years to preach in a variety of settings. And, um, I, I really enjoy it when I'm preaching at, you know, a college chapel or I'm preaching at a revival service and I look out on the people that I'm preaching to, I don't know them. Mm, you know true. what I'm saying? I mean, and, and yeah, I enjoy it, but it does not compare to me to standing in front of our people at Northwood right. week in, week You're out, right. and looking out, and I see faces, and when I see faces as people I know and love, mm-hmm. it's family. And I feel like preaching to family every week 
makes me a different kind of preacher than when I preach to a crowd of people I don't know. There's something about being a part of family and knowing that when I preach to people on Sunday morning, I'm preaching to people that love me and care about me and want the best for me and vice versa. I love and care about too and want the best for. There's something about living life and ministering to and ministering with the mm-hmm. same people week in and week out. Really I mean, there's is. some Sundays, I mean, I just look around, I mean, I, I just tear up because I, I think, man, I really do love these people and yeah. I want the best for them, you know? And there's something about being a part of a family. And I think, I'm thankful at Northwood, it's a big family. Oh, amen. There's lots of people to love on, you know? And, and we see that at Northwood. We see how, you know, our people here at Northwood really do embody what it means to be the family of God and how we bless each other and serve each other. And that's what it's supposed to be, right? That, that the way I think um, God's designed it is that for a lot of us, and, and, and this is not a bad thing, for mm. a lot of us, we feel closer to the family at Northwood uh, than we do our own physical family. Yeah. Because let's be honest, for some of us in our physical family, you know, our mom, our dad, our siblings, or whatever it is, uh, it might be in our physical family, they're not all believers in Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, and so there's some tension there, and it's difficult. We love them. We pray for them. We want them to come to Christ, uh, but they're not brothers and sisters in Christ. So there's always that animosity or tension, or whatever the case may be. But in the family of God, there's going to be differences in the family of God, too. We're mm-hmm. going to, you know, we all have differences of preferences and opinions and yeah, all course. those kinds of things, personality differences, I mean, all that stuff. But still, there's this connectedness in Christ that is very unique, that makes the family of God different from any other kind of family, whether it's a physical family or your your buddies you hang out with after work or your, you know, the ball field family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all those places are, certainly have a sense of community, but there's no greater place where you experience real community and and unity and and, and that sense of bond in, in that you do within the local church. I it, agree. And you need that. You yeah. need that kind of family Desperately to belong to that you know that whatever you go through in life, you got people who support you and love you and want, want you to be the best you can be uh, in your walk with Jesus. So you need a family to belong to. Okay, so we want we need a family to belong to. And number four, we need to be accountable. And this is where it gets a little tough, to be accountable uh, in your walk with the yeah, Lord. Yeah, that's what a lot of us don't want. We don't want accountability, yeah. but that's what we desperately need. And I, I, I do wonder if the church hopping is a part of that. I, I know that's a term we be. use where yeah. we bounce from church to church because we really don't want to get anybody to really know us. Yeah, well, that's, you know? and I think that's right. We don't want to be known. And the reason why some of us don't want to be known, we, we know that uh, here's, here's, and I think, you know, this is decreasingly becoming the case, but, you know, I think it has been the case for years, especially in the South, that, you know, going to church is just what you do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, it's just what you do. Mama right? drugged me. To, I yep. had a drug problem. Mama so, drugged me to church every so Sunday. So I still think there's some of us that were raised in that way, and so just having you know have that 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 cultural mindset of you know I, it's Sunday. I, I I probably should go to church, mm-hmm. um, but with that cultural mindset, uh, there could be a heart that says, "I know I'm supposed to go." but I don't really want to go. Ooh, and yeah. I don't want people to know what's actually going on in my life because you might show up on Sunday because you're supposed to be here, mm-hmm. but living like, um, you know, living like the world the rest of the week. And yeah. so there's all this sin that you're not willing to confess and willing to deal with because you enjoy it. Right. And so you don't want the accountability because you don't want to have to talk about the things that you're doing that you know dishonor the Lord. Yeah. And so a lot of us run from accountability instead of running to accountability. And and really the picture of the local church is we're partnering together uh, 
for discipleship, and part of discipleship is becoming more like Jesus. Amen. And Jesus is without sin. Now, in this life, you'll never be without sin, but it should be a goal of yours as a follower of Jesus to sin less. Not to be sinless. You'll never be sinless. No. But to sin less, uh, to put sin to death. And that takes you know, the work of the Spirit, and you cooperating with that work, and that takes accountability. Mm-hmm. And that's what the body of Christ is for. A lot of us are scared to be accountable because we feel like, you know, if I start opening up about all the things I struggle with, uh, then, then then I'll experience that church hurt because yeah. someone will start talking about me behind my back. That's exactly And right. that happens. Unfortunately, yeah. that happens way too much, and that's sinful. That shouldn't happen. Uh, but but I can tell you, you know, the way we try to do it Northwood with our discipleship groups is we try to help you have a safe place yeah. where you can be accountable and where you can, you know, uh, confess sin and, and have people around you to help you. Uh, to walk a different way uh, rather than repeating the same sins over and over again. And so we, we try to create systems of accountability to help you grow because you need it. And so you need a local church to help you because without a local church, here's, here's the reality, Pops, you know this, without a local church, uh, you, will, you, will, uh, you will drift. Mm-hmm. It's just bottom line. Yeah, there is no way that, out of that. That pull away from Jesus is just yes. strong. I mean, it just is because this world uh, is 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 deceptive. The enemy is deceptive, and if you're not plugged into local church uh, with good accountability, you're gonna have a tendency to drift. And I will say this: what we're talking about is also voluntary accountability. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We're not forcing. You're not. Yeah. Saying a nobody's saying, "Okay, say, everybody, start confessing your sin yeah, right yeah. now." It's. But as you get involved, as, as I learned to trust, what we've found in our life connection groups and our discipleship groups, as you learn to trust those guys or girls yeah, you're with. You want to confess. Yeah, you, you want, want to, to say, hey, listen, guys, I'm struggling here. Yeah. Would you pray with me? Yeah, that's right. Encourage me. You that's know, right. Help me through that's this right. thing. That's so. right. All right, number five, to serve the Lord yeah. well. We've already talked through yeah, this. Yeah, 1 Corinthians just 12. Quick, just 1 Corinthians 12, this idea of you are spiritually gifted. And and it's the job of the local church, one, to help you grow in that gift. Yes. Because yeah. we give you opportunities. The local church gives you opportunities. I think about just the ways we do it here in North, where there's lots of different ways. But I think about, you know, one of the specific examples is, 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 um, <clears throat> through through our our school of ministry, through our preaching yeah. lab, you know, we're helping young guys and, and awesome. uh, to uh, to kind of figure out their calling in life Amen. and if, if God's calling to be pastors. And we're helping young ladies as they come through college and through internships and things like that to you know kind of figure out okay, is God calling to the mission field maybe yeah. or to work in a specific area of ministry? And so we're helping young guys and young ladies, you know, to uh, to discover their calling and discover mm-hmm. their spiritual giftedness. And we're giving them practical ways through internships and schooling and preaching lab. We're giving them practical ways to discover, Hey, if, if this is an area where God has called them and we're helping them to develop now at a young age, yeah. those gifts that God has given them. But not only that, I mean, obviously uh, people who are not in college, you know, are, are, you know, middle-aged adults <laughs> as they go through discipleship and yes, as sir. they yes, are in life connection groups. And if we're given opportunities maybe to serve with the children or serve with the student ministry or serve guest services or wherever they're plugged in, they're discovering how God's wired them and how God's created them. And they, they are, as they're discovering, as through through serving, they're benefiting the local church because they're filling needs. They're, they're volunteering in areas where we need volunteers. And they're also finding out what they're passionate about. Yeah. Right? And we tell people, hey, we want you to serve in guest services or whatever it is. Exactly. Uh, but, but if you serve in guest services, we're not asking for a lifetime commitment. Right. Right? When you're serving with the children, we're not asking for a lifetime commitment. If you're serving, you know, on the worship team, we're not asking for a lifetime commitment. We're saying go try it out. Amen. If you feel like Amen. it's an area where God's gifted you, keep on. And we'll help keep you find other going. areas. We'll, we'll equip you for, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll equip you uh, to, to, you know, be able to share the gospel effectively or whatever the case may be. That, that's the idea. We want to, the, the local church is the place for you to learn how to serve God well. Mm-hmm. And we're going to equip you to do that, Ephesians chapter 4. So, yep, you need to be a member of a church so you can learn how to serve, and so we can help you that. Over that. 
And then the sixth and final reason, it's also to learn how to submit. Yeah, so I know nobody likes to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, nobody likes that word. But, man, the Apostle Paul talks about it he does. quite a bit. He yeah. talks about, uh, about it in Philippians chapter 2, mm-hmm. where he says, you know, um, put the needs of others above your own. Yes. He talks about in Ephesians chapter 5, right before he talks yeah. about, you know, the relationship between a man and a wife in marriage, he talks about, you know, submit to one another, That's right. Right? That's right? You read the New Testament, there's all kinds of one another types of passages to love one another, to serve one another, right? Um, and you can read on, forgive one another. Um, you've got all these one another passages where they the way where Christ uh, and the New Testament writers are reminding us really to submit to one another that ultimately life is not about you. That's right. It's about the God who loves you. And in a local church, you're learning how to submit. You're learning how to submit to God. First of all, yeah. And you're learning how to submit to his people. Yes. And when I say submit, I'm not saying that you're taking orders from. That's no. not what we're talking about. We're talking about putting the needs of others above your own, learning that life is not about you, that 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 you need uh, uh, people in your life that you can follow as spiritual leaders, and you need uh, people in your life that that uh, you need to learn how to love, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all those things. And so you need to learn how to submit. And the local church is a great place as we strive all to submit to Jesus Christ and his lordship, that as we do that in humility and love, we also learn how to submit to each other and put the needs of others above our own, which is a good reminder to us that we are not the center of existence. Jesus Christ is. So you need a local church so you can learn how to submit. Amen. Well, Pastor, this has been a great reminder, and for some, it's a great uh, investigation into what it means, yeah. means to be a partner and a member at a local church. And I will say, we if you are looking for a local church, we would love for you to come partner with us here at Northwood. And yeah, uh, we believe that God is doing a great work here, and we believe that uh, you can be a part of that and see and become some a part of something bigger than yourself. Well, Pastor, close us out and get us ready for next week. All right. We hope today's episode has been helpful for you, encouraging that you've learned something along the way. And if it has been helpful, we would love it if you would hit that subscribe button so you can have new content delivered to your device every single week. Leave us a five-star review. That helps us to get word out about our podcast. And as always, we hope today's episode has helped you connect faith to life.